You're listening to The Blizzard of Osborne by Michael Sheen Cuddy. Chapter 14, My Ticket. Quick, in here! Cassie whispered and pointed. They ditched into a shed and crouched down under a cracked window. The shed's rusty metal walls were riddled with holes. Peeping through one of the holes, Cassie saw the night watchman climb over the coupling between two tank cars. One watchman carried a lantern, guiding his co-workers through the dark. Who's there? Identify yourselves now. Holding their breath, they stared as they saw the watchman walk past the shed, shining their lamp under train cars, their voices fading as they paced down the tracks. Oh, my, that was close. Now what do we do? That building over there, the big one, could be a rail barn. Well, so? Well, maybe there's a vehicle inside we could hotwire. Hmm, that sounds risky. Where there are vehicles, there are people. Don't you remember the sign on the boxcar door? I don't even want to think about the punishment for stealing Empire Rail Service's property. Ever see one of those little non-motorized rail cars? A little platform on wheels, two guys work a lever back and forth, seesaw style, to drive the thing down the tracks? I've only seen those in cartoons. Yeah, well, they exist, and one would make a great getaway vehicle. Since it has no motor, they might not hear us make our escape. I don't like the sound of might not hear us. Well, you don't like much of anything, do you? Well, I certainly don't like the prospect of death by agony. Thing is, if we want to get as far away as fast as possible, we need a vehicle. Sly's right. We could at least go over there and have a look. After all, we've got to make some kind of move. So they crept out of the tool shed and made their way across lots cluttered with stacked railroad ties, mounds of discarded cables, and heaps of scrap metal. Keep away from the light. Cassie pointed at the bright lights shining down from towering poles. So they stayed low and close to the outbuildings as they made their way over to the rail barn. The barn's tall doors were wide open, but it was dark inside too dark to see any vehicles. Oh my, it stinks in here. Shh, be quiet. Easy, fella, easy. Just take it easy. Once the donkey saw it was a girl, a cat, a snake, and an odd fellow who looked like a big egg, he said, Sorry, I thought you was the lunkheads. Who are yous? Of all the strange and wondrous things Cassie had seen since climbing out of the crashed school bus, a talking donkey was no longer remarkable. I'm sorry. We didn't mean to startle you. I'm Cassandra, but everybody calls me Cassie. This is my kitty, Jet. This is Sly. And this is me, myself, and I. Oh, my name is Assam. I didn't see Reza, so I thought you was the Lunkheads. Who's Reza? And who are the lunkheads? Reza brought me here. He took me in. The lunkheads? Yeah, now they know the story. Cassie glanced around, worried they might be heard. She explained their situation, that they were off to see the emperor, 
and they had to escape before the night watchman caught them. The emperor? <laughs> you wouldn't get within a pile of the emperor's command and control center. Yes, we will. I've been sent on a special mission to deliver this to the emperor. Cassie held up the silver rhombus Queen Mavis had given to her. Special mission? I'll bet. <laughs> hey, what's so funny, jackass? If I had me a glunkin' for every time I heard somebody say they're gonna go see the emperor, well, I'd be a thrillionaire. Well, I bet none of those people were sent by Queen Mavis herself. <laughs> you have a very vivid imagination, Cassie. Your fantasies are quite amusing. <laughs> Cassie walked up to Assam, unclasped the silver rhombus from her necklace pouch, and twisted it open. Turning the stem clockwise launched a mirrored disc the size of a penny, which expanded to the size of a quarter, a half dollar a silver doubloon. Then the mirror projected a bright 3D image of Queen Mavis herself, bestowing the necklace on Cassie. The device has now been reset to you. From now on, you're the only one who will be able to open it. We all be. I guess I owe you an apology, Cassie. I assumed you was just a dumb kid. Wow, that's quite an assumption. Well, like I said, a lot of people talk about going to see the Emperor, but almost no one ever does. So, uh, what's your escape plan? Hotwire a vehicle so we can get as far away as fast as possible. A vehicle? <laughs> now that's the fastest way to get caught. The second them night watchmen hear a motor, they're gonna be on you like wolves on a sheep. Well, what exactly do you suggest? Well, if you can get me to the Emperor, I reckon I can get you out of here, mm, say, sometime tonight. And how exactly do you propose to do that? I know this desert blindfolded. I've been on every trail from Artulis to Zedland. I can lead you through box canyons, switchbacks, quicksand pits, arroyos, places where no vehicle, four-wheel drive, or otherwise will ever be able to track y'all. I say, if you're so keen on seeing the Emperor, why haven't you tried before? Assam glanced at Cassie at the silver rhombus on her neck. He couldn't imagine why Queen Mavis herself had given this girl a key that could get him into the Emperor's palace. But he knew he'd never get a chance like this again. Nobody, and I mean nobody, ever gets near the Emperor without the highest level connections. Assam glanced at Cassie and grinned. Now, I finally got my ticket. <laughs> okay, if you can get us out of here, let's go see the Emperor. Even though Cassie, Jet, Sly, and me, myself, and I are desperate to escape, the limits of their endurance are tested by Assam's crazy plan. <laughs> 